Hey, Jubby. Hey, Gal, what's up? Hey, did you, ever, uh, did you ever electrocute yourself? I actually touched an electric fence before. Oh, that's fucking dope. As a, as a, uh, it was at my, me and, me and my twin brother, Josh, who you might never see on any of this content. Uh, you definitely won't see him on a podcast, but, you know, hey. Man. Anyway, <laughs> we, uh, went to, went, my, uh, my cousin used to, used to, like, be at, like, this big, like, farm area. Mm-hmm. Like, out in, out in, like, near, near Springfield and, like. You guys don't know where that is. It's like bumfuck nowhere around here. Yeah, basically. don't tell them where we live. There's there's Springfields in literally every state. That's that's true. Anyway. Yeah. But don't tell them where we live. I don't want to get Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh, my twin brother d- dared me to touch the electric fence, and I was like, "Fuck <laughs> you! I'm a badass little kid, seven year old motherfucker." I jumped up and touched that shit. Let me tell you, that fucking shit hurts. Well, yeah, you got electrocuted. No, there's a reason no animals go past that shit. They touch that and they're like, fuck! Yeah, they no. like, they like, no. All right, well, I bring it up because uh, when I was, uh, I want to say, uh, no years old. No, like, like, you were in the womb? <laughs> yeah, sure. When I was in the womb, I somehow electrocuted myself. No, no, I was like, I was like one. I don't remember this. I've just been told this. But, like, so one of the few things I knew at that early age was, like, coin banks. And, like, because like, I had, like, a Batman 1 and, like, a C-3PO 1. Like you put, like, the coin in the slot, right? And I, I loved that shit. Uh, so I'm a dumb kid, and I go up to a fucking electrical outlet, and I got a coin. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. It's about to go off. I'm going to put this in the slot and be richer. <laughs> so I put the coin in the thing, and I get fucking zappoed. And, uh... That was, uh, that's my I got electrocuted story. Is that why you're a fucking idiot? I mean, it, it I'm, didn't I'm cutting it, right it didn't really affect me, <laughs> but I pee blood now, and that's about it. Start the fucking podcast, you idiot. Fucking eat my ass. Oh. Shut the fuck up. Oh. Shut the fuck up. Wow. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Gan and Jub Show. I'm Jub. That's Gan. He told me to shut the fuck up. I don't know. I, I did tell him to shut the fuck up right before this started. Now he now he won't talk. Great podcast, and everybody's a solo show now. It's just going to be Justin. Oh, there you go. Now he's talking. Welcome to episode two. I already fucking did. Shut up. <laughs> This is episode two. It'll answer all of your lingering questions from episode one. Uh, we left it on a cliffhanger. Uh, Jusby's car wouldn't start and the bear was coming. But, you know, uh, hopefully he'll get out of that. Hopefully them Duke boys come and save him. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully the, the high school football quarterback just comes and saves Jusby. <laughs> like the ending of every good horror film. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The high school football team come and save your ass. Yeah, every time. But not the one that we watched today. Oh, absolutely not. Which was a horrible piece of shit, right? Bad movie. Oh, it was great. It was Halloween too. It was. It was very good. Actually, we'll talk about that later, though. I was being ironic. It's, it's uh, a really good movie. It is great. To kick it off, mm-hmm. again. Yeah. What you been playing? New Vidya. Uh, I bought the new WarioWare, or like the 
the old WarioWare, but like it's new. Uh, WarioWare Gold for the three Dizzle S. Uh, it's very, very good. I mean, obviously, WarioWare is not for everybody. Uh, it is for me, though, because I like weird shit. Yeah, let's say it's um, very weird. It combines all of the previous ones. I mean, not all of them. I think there was one for the Wii. I've never played that one, though. There's one for the Wii U that's not quite like WarioWare, right? Yeah, it's... I mean, it's it's WarioWare, but, like, it uses motion control, and, you know, it's the Wii motion control, so you go ahead and... This one kind of has motion control in it. Yeah, but it has a gyroscope in the 3DS, so it works. That's true. That's true. We didn't have that. The, what about the Wii U? Wii U does. Wii U has gyroscope? Yeah. That's that's a good console. I bet it goes far. Oh. Does the Switch have something like that? Yeah, I, yeah, that, all the all the Switch controllers have gyroscopes in them. The Joy-Cons do? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, but they combine the, the Game Boy Advance ones, the, the original WarioWare Inc., which was just use the D-pad and A button, and that's it. And then WarioWare Twisted was you turn the entire Game Boy Advance to move. But obviously, it's the 3DS now. And then the WarioWare Touched for the DS with the stylus is all of the minigames are completed with that. They take not all of the minigames, but like the best ones, I guess. Whatever that means. Quote, unquote, best minigames from WarioWare. <laughs> like, we got to take this one where you dunk a basketball, not this one where you dunk a basketball. Those conversations were probably interesting. And they, like, redraw them all and give them new graphics, and it's, it's a hell of a great experience. There's so much dumb shit in it. I'm very much looking forward to uh, re-recording all of the cutscenes with my own voice. Yeah, that's a thing you can do. I, I found that really fascinating. Games don't do that. It's in, it's I can't believe Nintendo let people do that. Because uh, it seems like a horrible mistake. <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful mistake. I just, I just made the... The dog yell at the cat, I'm going to eat your ass in, like, full volume. And uh, <laughs> and then I, like, because it really tests your ability to improv, which you learn really quickly you don't have any. Yeah. Uh, because it, I didn't really know how it worked. And it's just like, oh, wait, the red bar. There's a red bar going from the left to the right of the screen. And, you know, when it's done, you know, that's that's the whole length of time that you have to record a clip for that character's voice. Some of them just go, like, by, like, blip, and it's done. So I just, like, go, like, bah! and then like, <laughs> that's the recording for that. Uh, and, you know, it's like, what do you fucking make these characters say to each other when you don't plan it out before, ahead of time, you know? And it it is it is what it is. It's funny in a dumb, like, only funny to myself kind of way. But I'm still looking forward to it. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all it's about, right? Yeah, and the minigames themselves are great. It's WarioWare, and it's more of it, and that's why I bought it, and that's uh, I'm glad. It's not for the Switch. Some people complaining about it. I'm wondering when Nintendo's gonna just say the 3DS doesn't exist anymore. I think I, I used to be really in the boat that uh, let's kill the 3DS, but I've been sort of backing off on it lately. Where I think the uh, Nintendo is not abandoning the 3DS anytime soon with its install base and everything like that. So the reality of the situation is the 3DS is probably around for another year or two. Which they would make still, it, like, uh, the longest-running console of all time. They still got that Luigi Mansion remake, and I think a, a, a remake of a Mario and Luigi game. Yeah, I think it's Bowser's Inside Story. Okay. Uh, so those are going to be coming. And then uh, after that, they don't have anything else planned, so maybe into next year they might stop? I feel like it's about time. It's getting there, but... It's been, like, two years of releases since the Switch came out yeah. still for the 3DS, right? Which kind of... 
a year or two is makes sense usually when you transition, and that's really what it is. It's what the Wii U wasn't Nintendo's last console; it was the 3DS. Lol. Yeah, but it seems like Nintendo's putting a lot of their like remakes and compilations on the on the 3DS right now instead of whole new games. Uh, if you notice, like with the, the Samus Returns and and then you know Prime Prime Four getting announced at the same time back at E3 last yeah. year, like with Luigi's Mansion down there, there's I would not be surprised if they're developing a Luigi's Mansion for the Switch. That'd be pretty cool. WarioWare, there might be a WarioWare for the Switch with new stuff coming there, out. There will be eventually. Or it, Luigi, same thing. It'll hopefully be a better version of 1-2-Switch. Like, you know, make me do dumb shit, sure, but, like, just make the minigames good. Yeah. You got a lot of good functionality in those Joy-Cons for weird party minigames. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. It'll be fun. You need It'll someone who it. knows what they're doing to make one instead of 1-2-Switch. That one was... Ugh. It was fun for about five minutes. That doesn't really equal fifty dollars, nope. in my opinion. Though. I paid full price for that stupid game like a jackass. Yeah. So happy. Well, what are you playing recently? I already kind of know the answer, but I think you said it last week, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm in like the spot right now because I'm waiting for. Uh, by the time this episode goes live, it'll be or the stuff will already be out. But uh, I'm waiting patiently for uh, Yakuza Kiwami Two to come out. Ooh. Uh, so in the meantime, I'm just kind of, like, fucking around with the games I already have on my Switch, so I'm still, like, I haven't touched my PS4, it's basically collecting dust until that game comes out. There's Rest in peace. Nothing I want to do on it right now. So I've been still been playing Dead Cells, Taiko Drum Master, uh, two games that you could just sink infinite amounts of time into. Sure. Uh, just Taiko for three play- replayability, it's a rhythm game, so as long as you like the rhythm game, you're going to keep going back to it. Uh, for Dead Cells... I keep finding new things to do in that game, and I thought I was like on a straightforward path to the end of the game. Uh, keep you know, keep pushing on that path, seeing if I can get to it. Then I kept finding new areas and new stuff to do and new abilities, and it just keeps going. And I'm really happy about it. And I'm finding cool. like I there's a whole breadth of weapons and stuff in that in the game that you find. You can find new combinations. Uh, one I was experimenting with uh, just a little bit ago. I uploaded a video of it to my Twitter at you boy Jusby if you want to go look at it. Uh, Name dropper. Yeah, do it. Uh, <laughs> there's a there's a whip, and when you hit enemies with it, it pulls them in towards you. And then the other weapon I had was a crossbow that kind of operates like a shotgun. So you have to like it like takes a second to fire, but it fires in like a big burst. So. You can do it in combination because it doesn't do any damage. That crossbow does no damage at like a far range, so the enemy has to be right in front of you. So you hit him with the whip, and pull him in, and then shoot him with the crossbow, and he like insta kill stuff. That that sounds pretty dope, actually. Yeah, it was uh, really fun. I, I'm I don't know. I I've never been a huge fan of the Metroidvania kind of shit, uh, but I've also not played a lot of them. Yeah, I think you should just try. Something gonna, I was discussing with you, uh, not on the podcast, was maybe playing all of the Castlevanias. Yeah, Castlevania doesn't turn into a Metroidvania thing until... Symphony of the Night, Symphony yeah. of the Night, yeah, yeah until then they're like, level-based, but they're really fun. I do want to play 1, 2, 3, 4. They're, they're, all, they're all really good, even Simon's Quest. Shut the fuck up, everybody. Told you. What a horrible night to make a game. It, it's fun. It's stupid, but it's fun. Yeah, I think it just... Uh, the way it looks, it, it doesn't really appeal to me as much as the other ones. Oh no, you're probably gonna have the worst time with that one. Out of, the like, bosses the in particular seem like the most boring out of all the like you know, like 
the ones in the first one even look better. Yeah, for sure. We'll see if we can beat the first one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have my hopes high for that. But yeah, I mean, I'm we, not we don't. Good at we games. don't have to beat like all the early ones. I mean, we get to a point where we're just like, I get this game and I'm done. We can move on. Sure, that's fine by me. I, like I beat Castlevania one a few years ago. And it was really fucking hard, and I was using an emulator, and I abused save states. Mm. Because otherwise, I, I just couldn't figure it out, because I'm bad. Right. So I just wanted to well, see the end of the game, so I went and did that. It's really yeah. hard. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't have a physical copy of Castlevania 1. I have 2 and 3. Are you saying we're going to have to break the law to play Castlevania 1? Technically not breaking the law. Oh, no, we're going to Nintendo jail. I can't wait to be put in Nintendo jail. Are you going to get put in Nintendo jail if I've uploaded this fucking shit to YouTube? Like, oh, they're talking about Nintendo. Time to fucking <laughs> claim everything on it. Oh, Unless man. you join your stupid program. Go fuck yourself, Nintendo. Anyway. Wario's a good mascot for Nintendo because he's like, give me the money. Yep, it's perfect. <laughs> There's, like, literally a part in the WarioWare cutscenes where he's like, making games is easy money. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, this is Get self-aware. Grill him. Uh, have, you been, have you been uh, watching anything recently? We'll uh, get to mine last. Oh, okay. Because uh, I'm going to yell. Not really. I've been, I've been watching just, like, random stuff. Because I'll, like, when I go to bed, I'll just, like, me and my girlfriend are just on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been... For a little bit, we were watching. Uh, we were just rewatching random episodes of the Twilight Zone, which was fun. Oh hell yeah! Twilight Zone's one of my favorite shows. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, we we rewatch Twilight Zone a lot now. I'm mad like... at Netflix because season four is not on there, and I know why, but like, I wish it was. Yeah, I season four is like hour long episodes because they changed the format for like one season, then they immediately changed back in five because I guess like, but there's still good episodes in that. They're just not like shown ever because usually when like a tv station or anybody buys episodes of the twilight zone and right now it's netflix has it they just uh, they just get the season one two three five because it fills the half hour time slot and it was still in that kind of package i guess when netflix got it so they just didn't get season four but like i've never seen any of those episodes not many people have because they're like besides from dvds and shit like they just don't show them on Sci-Fi Channel or anything. Yeah, it sucks, because they're probably yeah. good. Like the rest of the Twilight Zone. Given the rest of the Twilight Zone, they're probably pretty good. Yeah, the most recent one I watched, I was like half asleep. But uh, it was uh, the one about uh, the little boy who's like like a demon. <laughs> you, 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 have you ever seen this I one? Mean, I Yeah. Uh, I love the... If you're talking about the right one, like he has like god powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. They that adapted kid. that for the... the very underrated Twilight Zone movie in the 80s. They made a version oh, of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I fucking... Have you ever seen that? That movie's great. Mm-hmm, I have. Yeah, I want to yeah, watch yeah. it again because it's been, it's been a while. I remember not liking at least one of the... It's been a good... Vignettes because there's like four different episodes of the Twilight Zone in there, kind of. Yeah, it's been a good few years since I've seen it. Good-ass remake of the Goblin on the Wing episode, although I still prefer the William Shatner one because Shatner... Oh, my God. By overacting, sells that episode it's so, so well. Funny. It's so good. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I remember that. That episode's fucked up, like most episodes of the Twilight Zone. But like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Jesus Christ, Godchild, just bending all these people to his will. It's freaky, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's a cool idea. Well, what would you do if you birthed a Godchild? Die. <laughs> 
He'd kill me. I, I, I knowing Probably. my personality, I ain't lasted long. If someone has the opportunity to kill me, they will. Yeah, the god kid just be like, "Dad, bring me another soup." He'd be like, <laughs> "Fuck you, kid." A soup? Yeah. Then the kid would just snap his fingers, and you're just gone from. If you had god powers, would you ask your dad for soup? He wants another soup. Why does he like soup? He just doesn't want to get up and get another soup. What a garbage kid. He and up then the he kills soup. Me. Yeah, then he just kills you because you don't want to... If I say he's garbage, he kills me. Or removes my mouth or something crazy. I think that happens. Yeah, yeah, it does. It might be just the movie. I can't remember. No, no, that happens. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd like... It's like, do weird, like, practical effects to make it go away. It's funny. <laughs> I'm sure it looks very realistic. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. They, they well, have such the great fun, effects. I mean, the Twilight Zone has great ideas, don't get me wrong. But part of the fun of it is it is 50s. It is cheesy. Oh, yeah, it's great. Hell, yeah. It's part of the charm. Oh, yeah. it's The aesthetic of the Twilight Zone is just... Mwah. Uh, I've been watching Clone Wars still. Uh, but I'm not going to talk about that this week. I'm going to talk about a show that... Uh, oh, thank God. Uh, well, fuck you, Justin. I will talk about it probably next week as I watch more episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Not to be confused with Star Wars Clone Wars. Or Star Wars Attack of the Clones. Uh, I Man, I hope you're talking about something better this week. Nope. Damn! I'm talking, I'm talking about The Walking Dead, so uh. nope. <laughs> so, man. Uh, I mean, I guess everybody just kind of know that The Walking Dead is kind of like... The shit show now? Uh, there's, It still has its dedicated fan base of uh, Chris Hardwick and I guess some other people. But just Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Chris Harbour's the only person left that watches The Walking Dead. They gave him back his job just because he's the only person that likes The Walking Dead. So there's like, <laughs> there's nobody else to talk good about the show. That whole situation was weird, but whatever. I'm not here to talk about Chris Harbour. I'm here to talk about uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, actually. I will talk about The Walking Dead more on probably another episode of this podcast. Uh, I'm going to wait until the premiere of the new season or... Maybe not that, but maybe, like, when Rick dies or not dies. Because that's something that I'm really going to either hate or probably just most likely hate, like most things in this show. But, so, Fear the Walking Dead is one of the most confounding shows on television right now. Because every single season, it reinvents itself and becomes a new show. And that has been no exception with the fourth season, which just, uh, it's two episodes deep into the second half of the fourth season. Uh, it's, it's very strange. Season one of Fear was, like, just a real short, like, six episodes, and they build it as a prequel to The Walking Dead, but it has nothing to do with The Walking Dead besides the zombies. Like, there's no characters from it or anything. But it just, it took place in L.A., and they kept it in there, and they just kind of, like, dealt with, like, the apocalypse as it happens, which is something that you can play with, because Rick just wake up, like, the apocalypse already happened, which is kind of one of the cooler aspects of The the Walking Dead. That first episode's a masterpiece. It still is. Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, I mean, the rest of the show is uh, questionable at Ah. best. I mean, I'm I'm still watching it. But mostly that's my loyalty to the comics. I, I can't help myself but watch it. It's good every now and then. But anyway, so Fear. Fear has that first season that's okay. They establish your main characters, or what I assume is the main characters. Not really the case anymore. 
spoiler. Uh, Jusby doesn't care about fear, so I'm just going to talk about it openly. Uh, you guys can uh, just just hold your head and scream for the duration of me talking. <laughs> and then come back in like, I don't know, five minutes. Don't scream. Do like a subdued hum. Just go like... <laughs> la la la, I can't hear you. La la la. I'm not watching you, Walking Dead. La la la. I'm not, I mean, I'm not watching you, Walking Dead. You know, side topic, but when did you stop watching the show? Uh, end of season four. Okay. Was that because you didn't like it? Or... I just didn't give a shit anymore. Okay. I just, I couldn't, like, season five started premiering, and then, like, I, I usually watch it with my family. I mm-hmm. used to, like, I used to watch it every week with my family. And then they were like, hey, season five's premiering, want to watch it? And I was just like, no, you know what, I don't. And then I just stopped watching the <laughs> show. <laughs> I remember, right, the season five premiere was actually really good. Yeah, I just but, uh, don't, didn't care. That, that had to be this, the season ended with them all locked in the the trailer from the by the cannibals locked yep. him in there, right? Yep, yeah. that was the last episode. Or I don't know I if they tell fully. you they're cannibals yet, but yeah, those yeah. peoples. Yep, that's the, that's when I stopped. I was just like, I'm bored. I mean, it was probably a, a fine time to jump ship. Uh, I feel like a lot more people jumped ship when uh, the the Negan stuff started happening, and not because of Negan. I I think. No, I don't uh, think it has much to do with him. I know there's some people that don't like Negan, and I, I can't necessarily blame them because he's a little different on the show, but I, I like... Negan's my favorite character in the comic, and I like him in the show. He's just a little different. Uh, but so Fear has this weird problem after its first season where it's like, well, the show you build it as being, it's not going to be that show anymore. So what do you do with it? And they didn't have an answer for that because season two of Fear the Walking Dead is kind of shit. They just kind of throw a bunch of ideas at the wall. Too many, in fact. They're like, all right, what if they're on a boat? And they're surviving on a boat. And that's like a couple episodes. And it's like, all right, so that was, wasn't that great. Uh, what if they go to Mexico and they uh, meet this crazy lady with zombies in her closet? Uh, that wasn't that great. All right, let's, uh, let's separate all of our characters and throw them in different directions and see how they exist in uh, several uninteresting storylines. And that wasn't that great either. It's one of the things that the base show does as well. They always do these storylines where, like, everybody gets separated. And, and like, we have to have all these, like, bottle episodes about, like, here's what Abraham and Rosita are doing. Or, like, something like that. It's so fucking tired. It's probably something better when you're binging the episodes on Netflix to watch. But, like, when you're watching them week to week, it's frustrating. Like, like when, when Glenn is either alive or dead under a dumpster... And you don't know that yet, but then you have to watch, like, Morgan's Origin episode and then a bunch of other episodes before you figure that out. That's just badly paced. So, season two of Fear has that problem. There's just too many plot lines and, like, just characters that get thrown to the wayside that are interesting. Uh, Daniel is one of my favorite characters on that show, but he comes back into three. But, so, then three starts the interesting habit this show has of just killing its leads which is crazy uh and and i think most of them have just been from circumstances because what's his name who played travis was sort of kind of the main character kind of it was more like madison but he was like your at least secondary lead 
It's her boyfriend or husband or whatever. And so he just died at the beginning of season three in a really weird scene where he like fall out of a helicopter after getting shot. And I think the reason for that is he's supposed to be in the Avatar sequels, which is probably not a great career move because who knows when those are going to come out. Hopefully, exist. I mean, I'm crossing my fingers for never, but we know it's same, coming. Same. He was just in the Meg, I think. I, I wish I remembered the guy's name, but I don't. Uh, but that happened at a juncture where his character was becoming interesting. At the very end of the second season, he did some crazy, like he became unhinged because his son died and he killed some people, and it, it's, his character started to become interesting. And then they just killed him because that actor left. And then the same exact thing happened at the, around the beginning of season four. The uh, I'm trying to remember which which one is which. I, I don't remember the actors' names, but uh, the guy who played Nick, uh, he's the son of the guy who plays Stannis on Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, he's royalty, man. Yeah, and uh, Grillmaster royalty. It, Delane is the family name. I just don't remember which one is which because I, I don't want to fuck that up. But anyway, uh, so he dies at the beginning of season four because he wanted off the show. And I'm not sure if he wanted off the show because he didn't like the show or what. I can't really blame him for wanting to jump ship with this franchise. Jump, jump, jump the ship before it shank. Before it shank, man. Before it sinks. Yeah, and then they kill their other lead, Madison, at the mid-season finale. Uh which a lot of people have criticized because you have a middle-aged woman as the lead of your show. And then, lo and behold, here comes Morgan from The Walking Dead inserted into this show, Fear the Walking Dead. And he's a middle-aged man, but that's fine. He can be the lead character now instead of the middle-aged woman. Uh, just kill her off. Uh, which I'm not entirely sure if that's what they were going for. <laughs> but uh, some people have looked at it like that. There's lots of like weird like Fear the Walking Dead fan Twitters and shit that are like, well, we're not tweeting anymore because we don't like the show. Bye-bye. <laughs> and shit like that. And people that view them as being betrayed, like the show barely resembles what it once was. Like I think the cast members from the original season only amount to two. There's Alicia and Strand. Uh, Alicia's the only member of the primary family from the original season that was introduced to us as our leads. And Strand was just a side... I mean, he was a primary character, but he wasn't part of the family or anything. He was just like a friend character. And maybe there's a couple people floating around here and there that could be alive that they haven't reintroduced. But for the most part, they were just like, all right, it's a new show. Which is kind of weird, because season three of Fear the Walking Dead, in my opinion, like reinvigorated it a great deal and was actually good and interesting as opposed to season two, which sucked. Like I actually was willing to say that it was better than the walking dead at that point. And actually it kind of still is, but that might be more the walking dead's problem than fear the walking dead's like problem. Uh, it's, it's interesting. I like a lot of the new characters, but it's just so bizarre that it's like reinventing the wheel every eight episodes <laughs> it, it's and i think the normal show is about to do that too because they're they're killing off characters that are alive in the comics and maybe including rick which is fucking weird yeah i don't know about that one it's, it seems bold maybe 
I don't know. They have a new showrunner, so they might be like, you know, let's just clean the slate and make it our own show. And that's what happened with Fear, and they just kind of made it their own show. And it's a good show, but I can see how there could be people pissed off about it because they killed another show to make it their show, <laughs> kind of. Uh, it's weird. I don't know what to think about this franchise anymore. Because I, I still really dig the comics. I buy it every month. I read it every month. But if they're just kind of going to just kill everybody, <laughs> I, I don't know how, how long it's going to last. I don't know if Norman Reedus is going to work as the lead of The Walking Dead either. And that's, that's very questionable in my opinion. Is that what they're going for? I'm not sure. God, it's going to happen. I'm going to be like... Rolling my goddamn eyes. I like Norman Reedus a lot. I'm very much looking forward to Death Stranding, by the way. But his character is, like, as much as people like him, is the most static on that show. He's been the same since season one. He's had very little change. He's become a little more close with the group, and he hasn't wanted to, like, kill Rick. Well, actually, maybe he does want to kill Rick now. Whatever, you haven't watched. He mad that he spared Negan. So maybe he do want to kill Rick Lowell. Mm. But, uh, like, he, he's just kind of been the same character the whole time. There hasn't been a lot of growth or change in his character in the eight seasons. He's just Daryl, which is fine, but that means he shouldn't be the main character because there's nothing to really tell about Daryl, in my opinion. They should probably make Michonne the main character before her actress just, like, says fuck it and just asks for you know to leave so she can just go make money with marvel because there's more money to be made there but she dead no she's alive oh she was the alive one she did not get uh thanos snapped oh okay spoilers again but fuck you if you haven't seen infinity war by now if you're like the one person biggest grossing movie of all time or whatever the hell it is yeah <laughs> no biggie. Man, did you just man Infinity War? Yeah, I did. Uh, that's fucking garbage. What a great hot take, no, Justin. I, I really like the movie. Infinity War is surprised the hell out of me as being good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's very good. But yeah, I don't know. If you if you enjoyed this rant about The Walking Dead and how I hate it, uh, be sure to tune in to this podcast all the time because I will always complain about it. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come up again. <laughs> Yeah, we'll wait for them them uh, last Rick episodes and see how they do that. <sighs> I hope that bad fan theory is true where he's been Shane the whole time. That'd be the dumbest thing in television history, and I, I want don't, it so bad. I, I want don't it so want bad. it. He was Shane the whole time, and then he just comes back, and he's like, no, nah, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm back, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Church ain't got no steeple, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway can we please stop talking about the walking dead talk no. about something else that pisses us off like well movie pass i mean is it is it gonna be any better <laughs> oh! yeah yeah i know uh i we were both movie pass subscribers uh i just canceled yesterday i canceled about a, uh five days ago or so yeah the, the ship is sinking boys if you haven't jumped off now might be the time I just saw an article the other day that was like, oh, MoviePass isn't failing. It's about to thrive. And I'm like, what the fuck evidence do you have 
to base that on article. Well, is it, is it going to thrive with about a quarter of the original users? It was saying that it, it actually saw an increase of users from once it started, and I'm like, yeah, that's probably because all the people that tried to unsubscribe just got resubscribed. Like, that happened to uh, your brother and my friend Josh. He unsubscribed. And then just just was resubscribed by MoviePass because there was a glitch in their app or whatever, bizarre shit. I don't know. It's 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 been a pipe dream the whole time. MoviePass, you know, just all oh, it's just fucking free movie every day, free movie every day. There's no way it could fail. And uh, lo and behold, there ain't uh there ain't no way for that ship to float. I don't know. I, I got some use out of it, though. I was trying to check something here. I wanted yeah. to see... Uh, so, let's see. If I wanted to go see Mission Impossible Fallout right now... Oh, fuck. Do they even let you see that? That's when their their problems began. Yeah, um... Oh, I could go see it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Only at 12.35 p.m. <laughs> Which, like... <laughs> most people are at work... Yeah. What are you doing? That that's when I when I actually didn't cancel after that shit because I I don't know. I wasn't planning to see Mission Impossible Fallout. I've, I haven't seen any of the Mission Impossible movies. I'm not saying they're bad. I just haven't seen them. So, I'm not going to start with the 5th one. Uh and I didn't go see Mamma Mia either. So, you know, I I I didn't really experience that loss of service. The last movie I saw with Movie Pass actually Ant-Man. It's been a bit but I uh, I don't know. It's it seemed like it was. I was hoping it would be something they'd fix, and then they revealed their great plan to fix it was like you can only see these six movies today, and only at the times we say. And I'm like, that's really convenient for me, a person with a like uh, what's what's it called, a job, you know. So if I can't go Thursday to see like I don't know Black Klansman or whatever. Uh, you know, oh, I can go Friday. Oh, but I, but I can't see Black Klansman that day because it's not one of the six available movies that they've said I can go see. I guess I have to go see The Meg instead. <laughs> and like, fuck you. Come on, man. Yeah, it's... I only go see... I haven't very often seen more than one movie a month off a of movie pass. But I'm still subscribed to it because it was convenient. I'm still saving a little bit of money if I go see one movie every month. It's only like a couple dollars. But yeah, I was trying to do two, so it was worth it. But there was a lot of people that were doing it like all the fucking time, and that really killed it, probably. Yeah, I mean, but they but they they made it unlimited. It's like that was their prerogative. That's what was so appealing about it. That's why they got customers. Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's exactly why they got customers in the door. But then uh, they started pulling some bullshit, and now now I don't like anybody who wants to jump on that like. I don't know how you set that up for yourself. Like, there's a movie I really want to go see, and it's only playing in the theaters for, like, a week, like, a couple weeks. If it's, like, a lesser, like, not a movie that's not as popular, it's only going to be there for two weeks. If I can't, like, pick there, like, at probably, like, four or five specific showtimes during that entire course that the movie's there to go see it, if I'm working or something, it makes it completely fucking worthless to me. Yep. And that's going to apply to a lot of people. And they're fucking it. Bad. For sure. I, I can't really think of many people that'll just go see any movie. Just because. Yeah, they're out there, but... 
you know, I mean, sure, Movie Pass is, a, is is as a system is designed to like be like, oh, go see whatever. At least initially it was. Now I think it's down to three yeah. movies a month. Three movies a month. So so now you've made it apply to uh, not those people for sure. But initially, uh, yeah, I could see that. But you know, if you're like, let's go to the movies tonight. What's Movie Pass? Let me see. And then nothing there is exciting to you. You're not going to use it. And that's how I felt. So I canceled it. I left him a great message. I said, do I really need to give you a reason, fellas? <laughs> uh, what did you say to him? Uh, you fucked it. <laughs> I was it. I love when a, when companies let you, like, you know, leave us a note. And then, like, you know, when you think I'm not going to be an asshole? I think it's funny. Yeah, you pissed me off. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna leave a message telling you I'm mad. Sorry, I'm mad. Yeah. The, the really it. funny thing is, is if they fix it, which is unlikely, but if they fix it and make it worth it again... Uh, I can't resubscribe. Not for what? Nine Not for months? nine months. Nine months. And there, the people unsubscribed in mass when the Mission Impossible fiasco happened, which is probably the next title of the mission, next Mission Impossible movie, Mission Impossible fiasco. But uh, <laughs> like, I so so they're fucking themselves out of those people resubscribing. Yeah. If, if they do fix it. So, because of that policy, which is kind of a dumb policy. I don't really understand why you why you'd nine be like, months. Nine months doesn't make any sense. I don't know why it would be any length of time anyway. I should be able to cancel whenever I fucking want. I mean, you can cancel when you want, but the resubscribing, I mean, I understand why, like, give them, like, a month or two to officially get you out of the system or whatever. Yeah, sure. But, like, nine makes no sense. I, I don't I think, think it makes sense to stop people from, like, abusing it or something. I don't know how you'd abuse it. You're still paying them money. So if I pay them money for a month and then I unsubscribe, I still paid them money for that month. Yeah, I'm, I'm Where sure. in the equation does it fuck them over? I don't understand. Who knows? Either way, I am not going to be... Uh, not going to be participating with that shit anymore. I'm done with it. Yeah, I don't know. And there's not really a good uh, alternative either. Because we we discussed that before that there's that cinemia and that that has like very 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 negative user review. Yeah, I I, uh, I look more into it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not very good. And that's saying something because Movie Pass had a, a janky app that like didn't work sometimes. I, I remember going to see Arrival, and it it just wouldn't work for like 15 minutes, and I was like, fuck. Like I went to the movie theater with no money. Well, yeah, you expect and, and Movie I'm, Pass I'm to work. I'm very poor. So I just didn't go with money. And then I didn't want to ask my friends to just buy my, you know, movie tickets are expensive. I don't want to just, hey, give me the $12, please. You know, so I just had to keep making it, keep tapping my phone and hopefully it works eventually. But it's best up, you know, it, it was too good to be true. It was. What the fuck? Ever. It was great while it lasted. Mm. Yeah, well. I guess we're going to have to pay to see Venom now. Am I really going to do that, though? <laughs> I'm going to go see it. I don't know. I, I need to know if it's, like, how bad it is. I don't know. I'll think about it. I don't think it's going to be good. I'll tell you that. I, I don't see a lot of movies as it was. Like, I was going to use Movie Pass as an excuse to go see more movies. And it worked for the most part. I did see about at least one movie a month this year. Yeah. But uh, now we'll see if I still can keep that up. Probably not. So without Movie Pass, what do you think the next movie you're even going to go fucking see is? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look. Shit. Probably Halloween. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, I guess so. 
we'll I don't think there's any September later. releases that I want to nah, see. Summer movie season's over, so there's not as many big, 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 big. You got to go see it. You got to go see Thanos' big old purple almond head movies. Yeah. So probably just Halloween be the next one. I'm definitely going to pay to go see that. Uh, what that uh, what else was in the news that you wanted to talk about? Uh, I'll talk about CD Projekt Red making unfunny joke tweets. Oh, it was only the one. But, yeah. It's not the first time they've done this. No? No. Um, what are the other examples? Because I actually didn't know that. Back in, uh, what year was it? Let's see if it's on here. CD Projekt Red is the creators. Or Last the year. Developers behind The Witcher 3. And, and the upcoming Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 20. Yeah. 77. I don't know if that's actually the number. Yeah, and there's also a, they also own an online storefront called GOG. Which oh, okay. Great. Yeah, they own that. See, cool. Project Red owns that. Um, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very awesome. I don't but uh, know the, last year, the Twitter account for GOG uh, tweeted an animated GIF for Postal Two, where the main character's pissing. Oh, uh, well, that's a bad. That's already Adam, a bad idea. But, but it was not done yet. He was pissing on a tombstone, and then like somebody edited the GIF and had the tombstone say "Games Journalism" on it. That was like, and the and the date on it was wow, the. How edgy. The day on it was August twenty eighth, twenty fourteen. That was the that was the day Gamergate started. Uh, so this isn't the first time they made like dumb that's jokes. My opinion on Gamergate. So this one, for people who don't know, this was all over the news, so you probably do know. Um, the Cyberpunk twenty twenty seven Twitter account replied to somebody who uh, he was asking, "Where's the male character or something?" Well, like no, 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 no. Where's the why, no, no, no. where is there? What was he saying? It's uh, the it was character? their character. It was, it was their their tweet. The person uh replied to their tweet, said game, uh, Gamescom starts as E three ended. Checking Twitter, he said like, checking their Twitters and stuff, and uh, the the person said in all caps, "I want more guys," but there's no comma after more, so it just looks like he says, "I want more guys." That's not that wasn't what right. he meant. Then the Cyberpunk twenty seven seven Twitter responded. It said, uh, did you just assume their gender? Nah. What a fucking hilarious joke, you goddamn idiot. Yeah. Like, you're you're clearly not fucking comedians. You're clearly game makers, I could tell. <laughs> I mean, there's parts of Witcher that are funny. Oh, no, they're hilarious. Those are writers, though. Yeah, probably not the guy behind their Twitter account. Yeah, I'm just uh, like, come on. Can you... They apologized for it, right? Yeah, they did. They did later apologize for it. Yeah. That guy probably got got hit with a Switch or something. <laughs> but uh, A Nintendo one, right? Hey! Uh, well, I hope oh, so, man. man. But uh, That would hurt. I am very... I just don't understand. And I'm part of a... Uh, for some reason, I think it's just for so I can sit back at people and laugh at it. I'm still part of a Facebook group based on a certain YouTuber that uh, has a very big conservative base. And uh, uh, I'm not gonna say his name. Then uh, Alex Jones. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh. And the, I saw all over it this morning. A lot of people saying like, "Oh man, what a funny joke!" It's pissing off the SJWs. And let me tell you something. As somebody who, I guess, I guess you could call an SJW or whatever. For sure, whatever. Go fuck yourself. You're one of them cocks, ain't you? I guess. Oh. Um, I don't understand how another human being. Opened up like any article, or just opened up that tweet, looked at it, and a- actually genuinely laughed. Nah. Even if you weren't, even if you weren't a trans, like even if you were a transphobic mess, and you just like looked at that tweet, 
And, like, after it's been, like, fucking dead horse, that that dead horse has been beaten, like, eight million times over, you can't just, like, how do you still laugh at it? Is it just the concept that you know was going to make people mad that make you laugh? I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it, it's it's a really tired, unfunny joke. It is a joke, but it's like, whatever. Like, fuck and off. The concept, just because it is a joke doesn't mean it's a funny joke. No, not at all. It could be a really stupid joke that you shouldn't have made. And that's what that was. It was stupid. You shouldn't have made it. But you did. Yeah. And I, I just hope that they stop. <laughs> well, I, I think they... You know, their statement on it was fine. It, it, oh, it was like they never intended to... It's nothing to, to stab him 40 times over. It's it's whatever. But, like, I just hate how prevalent that joke is and, and any anti-trans jokes in general. It's, yeah. It's bullshit. It really is. And what made me more mad, the reason I wanted to talk about this wasn't just to rail on the Cyberpunk 27 Twitter, which River's writing that and you're a fucking idiot, but we're not going to talk about that anymore. I'm sure anymore. he's listening to this podcast. I hope yeah, he is, sure. you goddamn jackass. Aww. But more talk about, like, I, I just, I'm, tr- I, like, I'm sitting here, like, as I'm talking about it, trying to delve into the psyche of these people who actually find it funny. <laughs> Understand, like, how, what kind of comedy do they enjoy? Are they Dane Cook fans? I, they're, they're, f- are they Carlos Mencia fans? No, because he's Mexican. Oh, they're Dave Rubin fans. Yeah. Damn. I don't know if Carlos Mencia is Mexican. I apologize. He might be. He might be uh, El Salvadoran, or is that just Mexican? I don't anyway, know. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I just kind of want to get. Off. I, I tell you, my race, man, it's Beaner. <laughs> God damn it! Oh man. I, I'm, I'm just want to get off the top. I just wanted to rant for a second. It made me really mad. Uh, if you thought that joke was funny, uh, go, like, on the internet and, like, go watch, like, Homestar Runner or something and, like, rediscover what good comedy is. Oh! I saw the other day that Foamy the Squirrel still exists. Wait, what? Yeah, and it's, like, anti-SJW garbage Oh, now. God! Well, no wonder nobody Homestar cares Homestar reminded it. me of it because that's precious, good, has aged very well old internet content and foamy the squirrel isn't but it, it just uh reminded me of it because someone was making that comparison they're like here's this homestar runner good quality <laughs> here's this foamy the squirrel <laughs> everything's funnier when you say it in a higher voice squeakity squawk suck on my cock <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it. Uh, learn how to learn what jokes are and be better at comedy. Yeah. Or don't make jokes. Yeah. Just 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 don't make jokes. If you're not a funny person, it's okay. Stop trying to be funny. Yeah. Because then you do this shit and it's not funny. But then you but then you get then you got a bunch of assholes laughing at your tweets, and you think you're funny, and it delves into this stupid fucking process of where you get people like Dave Rubin and Colin Moriarty existing because the only people that appreciate them are fucking assholes. And then now all you have around you are a bunch of assholes. What did you make for yourself? I'm sorry. I'm going to get off this. <laughs> just be entered another dimension. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just mad. Like I'm fired up. The anger level reached a peak, and he just had to fucking let loose. That's okay. 
I understand. The internet is a terrible place filled with cretins. I regret it uh, as I'm going to upload this podcast to the internet. <laughs> you said you weren't going to say Colin's name, and then you said Colin's oh, name. Oh, I did. I did. I, I'm, yeah. that, that's Facebook. His or name rhymes with Ball and Boriarty with blood bees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any other thing? All right. So we're going to double in the last part or last segment here. Yeah. Should probably just do that. Yeah, let's just let's just go on we it. We watched uh, we watched Halloween two. Yep, like that's Michael what you're Myers Day Out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like we were saying at the uh, Mikey's Day Out <laughs> during the first episode every week. We're gonna until the new Halloween comes out. We are gonna be talking about a Halloween movie because it's something we wanted to do leading up to it. We're gonna do a series retrospective and see how the quality dips with each successive film. That might be how it goes. I'm not sure. Yes. Almost. Wait, and H2O is like a little bit of both. H2O is probably better than Halloween 6, 5, and 4. If yeah, I had to probably. Guess. And then Rob Zombie ones are, it, are so. worse than H2O. Probably. Are they worse than Resurrection? We'll get to that. So, Halloween 2 was really fucking good, and it kind of surprised me how good it was. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, people don't talk about it as much. No. But it's it's almost as good as the first one. It's not a masterpiece of film like the first Halloween yeah, you don't is. Yeah, you don't have John Carpenter directing it. You have, uh, I'll look up the guy's name, because I need to talk about the nothing he's made. Sargon of Akkad. Sargon of <laughs> No, that was the producer at the beginning. Who's, That's whose right. Whose name was like fucking the Prisoner of Azkaban or something. I don't know. It was something like that. Yeah, that's, uh, that might be a little racist. Well, uh, you know... <laughs> You you said Sargon of Akkad was his name first. Don't throw the throw the big old hot potato of racism at me, right? <laughs> All right, throw it back. We'll play a fun game. I'm sorry. It was just the I didn't expect it to be the first thing I saw when I was watching Halloween. It's usually, no, it was really funny. It's a producer's name that was like weird. It's because it's usually like you know a a blah 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 film or like maybe like that first actor, the leading actor's name. I thought it did. I thought it started with uh, no with the lead actors. No, the very first thing you see was like you know a blah 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 production or whatever. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. What what what's his name? Is it? Hang on. Let me uh, let me let me. Is it? Let uh, me type in Halloween two over here. Is Ooh, it? You hear that? It was it produced by Doctor Brandon Cox. Who? I don't know. I just came up with shit. Is that a guy's name? I maybe. There's got to be a brand oh, new. Oh God! Cox it's out showing there. me the Rob Zombie Halloween. That's not what I want. When you search for Halloween too, why yeah. would it show you the Rob Zombie one first? It does. Google, you're fucking up. Yeah. Are right, you already? I'm already. I'm already mad today. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't type in Halloween II. I'm sorry. Oh, is the that Roman how it numer- is? Maybe. I don't know. Is, is Rob Zombie's actually just called Halloween the number? Yeah, two? it is. No, just... it's Roman numerals. Oh, is it? Well then, what the fuck? Come on, get your shit together. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this is definitely a, in my opinion, way better movie. Apparently, it has a thirty-one percent Rotten Tomatoes. You fucked up there, everyone. It's a good movie. You fucking dumb. Oh my God, where's Wikipedia? Good Lord, the internet is fun. Directed by Rick Rosenthal. Now, I wanted to bring him up because he, <laughs> he, you know, I think this was maybe one of his first big director times. Yeah, it's the first movie listed. Uh, so, nothing else in his career at all 
is noteworthy. He directed a movie called Bad Boys, but it's it's not it's not the not one. Not that you, Bad Boys. Not that Bad Boys. No. Oh, okay. That's that's Michael Bay, right? Yeah. I didn't know if it was just two that was Michael Bay. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, you know, great great films like Ruskies and Just a Little Harmless Sex. But so he has another movie that you may have heard of called Halloween Resurrection. They brought him back to direct that movie. And uh, that one has a reputation as being one of the worst in the franchise. So I'm very curious to get to that one and see how far this man has fallen from grace. Uh, maybe just John Carpenter directed Halloween 2 and didn't tell anybody. I don't know. It's possible. I mean, you could you would obviously tell he that, like... He apparently did uncredited pickup work, so... Mm. We'll see. But so Carpenter came back to, to write it and produce it and do the score. The score is really good. I was very surprised by that. Because uh, the Halloween score is iconic and he makes, like, a new version of it, which is pretty solid. I liked it. A lot more synth-heavy. A lot more, like, sounding like the era. Maybe maybe even just sounding more like a Carpenter score in general. But really dug it. Uh, and I liked how it just immediately took place after the first one. Like, literally, they showed the end of the first one in this one. Yeah, uh, it picks right up. Yeah, it's just Michael follows Laurie to the hospital. And then begins to just kill everybody in the hospital. Well, most everybody. I think everybody. You forgot the most important part, which is first, mm-hmm. he does some, with his amazing stealth ability. Yeah. Sneaks up on a good old grandma making a, what appears to just be a mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> because she, she asks her husband if he wants mayonnaise on it, and he says nothing because he's sleeping. And then she asks if he wants mustard on it. And he says nothing because he's sleeping. And I, and all I could think of is like, who the fuck eats mayonnaise and mustard on a sandwich? But who mixes mayonnaise and mustard? Which she's putting her shit on the bread. She didn't put anything else on the sandwich. It's so just it was, mayonnaise sandwich. It was just it was just a mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, but he likes sneaking there to get a knife. And he actually doesn't use that knife that much in the film. He he gets more creative with his kills in this one. And that's kind of the crazy thing about this movie is like you know the, the original halloween is by far a superior film don't get me wrong oh absolutely the atmosphere and just the way the shots are and how creepy and voyeuristic it is top notch but this one is like arguably more exciting because he kills a lot more people and he kills them in more creative ways like he kills what a total of 11 people in the movie i don't i mean they said like 10 at the end of the movie but i think that was also including off-camera kills like because like he killed that one uh, nurse by, like, fucking making it so her blood just drained out on the fucking floor, which was fucking haggard as shit. <laughs> but, uh, and then once his dick st- slipped in it and cracked his head, and it was a great, great scene. But so yeah. did he just die? No, because he showed up later. You remember. Yeah, but, like... But then they after oh, yeah, that. They didn't, uh, well, I assume that w- because he slipped in the big old pile of blood and hit his head. He he tries to escape later, but he's like heavily concussed and he's all fucked up. And that's when like you know Lori's in the car with him, but he like fall forward and hit the horn. He like passes out. Yeah, I think just because no one is there to help him, he just die. Weird, but okay. I think he was maybe just fucked up. Because, like, 
know, maybe he live. I don't know. He lucky as shit if he do, because Michael was just killing everybody. Oh, speaking of people that aren't accounted for, there's there's this uh this weird 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 out out like just there's this little kid bleeding out of the mouth. Oh yeah, when they first introduce when they set the scene for the hospital, first go there instead of showing the first showing the ambulance pull up with Lori in it. Yeah. They do uh they have this little kid walking with his mom and he's got like a looks like he slipped and fell on his face and lost he's a couple like teeth or something. got like ice and a cloth in his mouth and like maybe he's missing some teeth, I don't know. In an isolated incident from Michael Myers killing people in town that day. I I I guess uh he just got his fucking mouth injured and he's at the hospital. And they don't ever resolve that. I thought that he was going to be one of the characters in the movie, the little kid, because they were showing us this. And then he's just not in it. What's up with that, Justin? Now, the do not want to go logical or illogical here. Whatever you want to do, man. Okay, we'll start with the illogical one. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still sitting in the waiting room. That's that's our healthcare system. At the end you. of the movie, they're like when they come <laughs> in, the, the the nurse is like, "Yeah, just go in the waiting room. The doctor will be right with you." And they're like, "God oh, damn, that hospital it takes guys. And you know, he's also a fucking alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, inconsequential information didn't yeah, matter. He just said it. He just like, got oh, okay. stabbed with a fucking syringe in the brain by Michael, which is really weird way to kill people, but and interesting. It's, like, terrifying, honestly. Yeah, the, the, the thought, thought of something hitting your brain... Yeah, it's like, ooh. ...that's, like, precise is, is fucked up to me. Well, speaking of that, what makes uh, a lot of the stuff that... A lot of the weapons that Michael was using in the movie really interesting because it's all these medical equipment tools. So, like, the entire last segment of the movie, he uses a scalpel. And it's like, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. And, well, he... Yeah, besides all that, so he does kill somebody with a hammer. Yeah. Which they set up because it's a, a cop is, like, going, like, ooh, what's going on, you know? I'm a cop. What's going on? I'm a, he's a fat cop, too. It's a big-ass stereotype. Fucking pigs. Lots of stereotypes in this one that aren't in the first one, I guess. Because the first one's more of a trendsetter. This one's more of a follower. Yeah. It's good. But, yeah, there's, like, the, the classic jump scare that's not a jump scare where there's, like, a it's cat. called a cat scare. It's called a cat scare, actually? Yeah, that is the actual term for it. Okay. It's called a cat scare. Yeah, it's like a fake-out jump scare where, like, yeah, there's a big, loud noise. So it's technically a jump scare, but then it's just, like, something harmless. Like a cat. Yeah, it's pretty uh pretty tired by now. But anyway, the real then, like, the, the real cars thing won't start stuff like that. We're gonna know? whip this back around. The real reason why the mom and the child aren't mentioned again is because uh there's a big time lapse. Yeah, and they already got taken care of, and they left the hospital before before uh, Michael got there. That's fair. I just thought that because they were spending so much time on those characters, they were characters instead of just not character. <laughs> no, they're literally just trying to set the scene. I don't know what kind of role it played. I don't yeah, think it just, played any. I don't know. Maybe you're just like, yeah, let's just throw something fucked up in there. Yeah, just non... You know. It just didn't mean anything There is, the like, stuff that just happens that isn't, like, Michael Myers' fault, really. I mean, maybe, like, just by association. Because there's that really weird... I think my... Possibly my favorite little moment in the movie is when, like... Dr. Loomis, back again and better than ever. He's like my favorite character in this movie. Uh, 
thinks he sees Michael towards the beginning of the movie before, like most of it takes place in the hospital, but this is before. And it's just a kid wearing the Michael Myers mask, which is weird because that's a kind of unique mask. But, you know, it's, it's clearly not Michael Myers. And it's later just explicitly revealed that it's not Michael Myers because he's in the hospital killing a bunch of people. Uh, but that little, that like teenage kid gets hit by a cop car at full speed and rammed into like an ambulance. And then it explodes and is caught on fire and burns alive. Yeah, that was... That just happens. It, 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 for almost no reason from what I can assume. Yeah, it's, it's very unclear just from watching it whether the cop intended to do it. <laughs> I guess he intended to do it. He must have. He must have been like, oh, that's Michael. Because, like, he didn't go, like... <laughs> that's Michael Myers. He didn't go, like, whoops! And then just, like, hand slipped off the wheel, rams his kid into an ambulance. <laughs> he dives like, out of the car. Oh, I fucked up! Well, all Shit. I'm saying is, is, like, your first instinct to stop Michael Myers is to hit him with a car, I guess. Like, is that how police do police work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And, uh, I love how later on... Those two kids are like, we can't find our friend. He was wearing a stupid mask, and he was a little drunk. Oh, and then Dr. Loomis is like, fuck. And the, yeah, the, the, and the cops, too, are like, we killed that kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's never mentioned for the rest of the movie. It's not important. Fuck it. Michael Myers so killing funny. people is important. Like, like that, the cop that hit with the car should probably go to jail. Yeah, but they're not gonna happen in this Cops world. Cops don't go to jail in the real world either, so whatever. Yeah, just put on administrative leave, dude. Uh, this is why we need body cams. You would have seen the footage from his point of view of him pitting Michael Myers. We saw the footage, not Michael Myers. Yeah, well, we did. Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, I digress. The best part of the film is probably the ending, where you know, oh, Lori's entire... Lori's trying to escape Michael, and she's like the last one left. And, you know, thankfully, Dr. Loomis is a fucking badass. He's getting, like, carted away by a county marshal or whatever because, you know, they want him back at the Institute, the Insane Asylum, or whatever the fuck. Uh, for vague reasons that are, they're, I don't know. I, I guess because, like, is, is he kind of getting, like, the blame for Michael escaping? Yeah, I think that's uh, what's That's kind of unfair. They just, like, we see in the first one, he just, as soon as he gets to the asylum, just everybody is all out and about. So, you know, I don't know. Like, somebody just leaves the gate open. You know, I don't know. But, so it's totally not his fault. But they think it is, so they're taking him back. But then he hears from his, like, nurse assistant, who I think is the same lady from the first movie, but I'm not sure. Um, I think so, yeah. I think that was what they were going for there, but I, I didn't recognize her. Just because she's only in the first movie for a very short amount of time. Uh, says, oh, wait, there was more files from Michael that they didn't tell you about, but they uncovered that file because he's in the, the news because he's on the loose. Uh, he's actually, uh, you know, there was another sister, but that information was hidden away because she got adopted after the murder of Michael's sister, when Michael murdered his sister and then got put in the insane asylum. And his sister's name is Laurie Strode. It was, it was her whole time. Yes. Actually, Michael's sister. Which makes no fucking sense. No, I, I could kind of see why they're ignoring Halloween 2 for this uh, upcoming reboot film. Uh, they even mention it in the trailer. 
like one of the characters says, I thought she was his sister. And it's like, that's just something somebody made up. Nice dig at Halloween 2, I guess. Even though it's good. It's still good. It's just that that part of the movie doesn't really have any real bearing on the plot besides an excuse to make Michael go to the hospital to kill Lori. Because it gives him motivation, I guess, because it's his sister. I think he already had motivation. Now they did, they try to provide some yeah. kind of motivation and twist for the whole thing. I don't think there needed to be any kind of motivation for it. I was just it. assuming he was going to the hospital to kill her because, he wanted like... to finish the job. He already tried to do it and then didn't do it. Like, he didn't get to kill her. So he wanted to kill her. He wanted to finish killing her. Yeah, because, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, if, he, if she was his target the whole time... Yeah. Why did he just bounce all these other places it, it first gives, in the first it movie? It gives Michael, like, a motive for murder, which is he wants to kill his other sister... But then he kills all these other people, too. Like, the first one just kind of makes it seem like he's just killing people. That's all he wants to do. Yeah, he's just evil. Like, pure evil. Like, he's actual, just, yeah, just the pure, concept. Yeah, yeah sure. Just pure, chaotic evil just wants yeah. to literally destroy everything. That's why he doesn't die. He's just he's just an evil thing. Uh, it's Boogeyman. Yeah, sure. So I can kind of understand why they're not, you know, approaching it where Halloween 2 is canon. And uh, I think some movies in the future this franchise do accept it as canon. But uh, honestly, with how it ends, I don't know how. Because, like, they're in a room with all these gas canisters. And, I mean, Loomis is like, get the fuck out of here, Lori. And she does. And then he lights up his lighter. And he's like, bye-bye, Michael. And then they blow up. So, like, Loomis dead as fuck. And then Michael, I guess, die. Michael's the one that you can kind of, like, retcon and say he's alive. Because, I mean, he takes a bunch of bullets and doesn't die. So, would flames kill him when he's pure evil? I don't know. But Dr. Loomis is in 4, 5, and 6. So, what? Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So, did they just retcon too then? I don't know. I, I, I think it's canon. He just, like, live. But, How? like... Well, we'll see in Halloween 4, which is not what we're watching next week. No, be we're Halloween 3. Halloween 3, which, uh, I guess to explain that, Halloween 3 has nothing to do with Michael Myers at all. Yep. It might as well just not be called Halloween 3, each, you know. It was the original intention for it not to be. Yeah, th- their original intent with the franchise was for it to be a different thing each time. But for whatever reason, they decided to finish the Michael Myers story with two. But that led to like the confusion when three eventually came out and was a different thing altogether. Because they had already done two with Michael Myers, and then you have three. If, if three was two instead, it probably would have been excused more. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know how people were expecting a sequel anyway, but because think- like Loomis die and... Myers die, and, like, what do you do after that point? Like, it's over. Well, ask the uh, next three movies that. Well, I asked the next eight movies that. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. nine, because they're making another one. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's obviously not directed as well as John Carpenter, but for the most part, it's pretty good. It captures the same kind of style of movie. 
it, it's I like the isolated setting of the hospital. It's a very creepy setting for a horror oh, it's, movie. It's terrifying. Probably because hospitals are just naturally creepy anyway. And just like a big empty one with just a killer roaming around the halls is like some good imagery. I liked all the shots with him on like the security cameras and it's just like a camera of a hallway and then you just see him in the frame. It's so good. Yeah, it's really unsettling. They did yeah. a really good job. And, uh, oh, the person playing Michael Myers in this one is uh, not Nick Castle, who primarily played him in the first one and is uh, coming back to play him a little bit in the, the new, new one, uh, Halloween 2018, as opposed to Halloween 1978, I guess, if we're going to call him that. I, don't I know. guess. I, I mean, you can't really do much else. They're both fucking called Halloween. Uh, oh, speaking of which, there's, there's that classic image, I don't know if you're familiar with it, of... Uh, Nick Castle on the set of 1978 Halloween, and he's got the mask, like, on top of his head, and he has a Dr. Pepper. And, I have seen this image. And he has the Dr. Pepper can raised in the air as if he's, like, trying to drink it, like, from the Michael Myers mask on top of his head. And uh, he recreated that photo with the new 2018 Halloween mask on top of his head on the set of that movie. Oh, that's great. It, it's, it's pretty good. It's a Dr. Pepper can and everything recent one it's cool to see how the logo changed a bit actually <laughs> um it, it's great uh he's a big collaborator with uh john carpenter on like a, a lot of his movies that's probably how he got the role in general and why he's involved with the new one because they're such big fans of the original and john carpenter's producing it and everything but for this movie it's a guy named uh dick warlock <laughs> I'm sure he's a really nice guy, but man. <laughs> yeah, but like, I hope that's not a pseudonym. Like, uh, I hope. I, I. There's no. Man. Why wouldn't you just, like, say, I want my name to be credited as Richard Warlock? Maybe not Dick Warlock. <laughs> no, nah, man. He's like, fuck it. That's my name. Fuck it. I'm a Dick Warlock. I'm Let's a Dick go. Warlock. I don't know what else to a do. Warlock for dicks. Uh, he. He did a good job. Michael was good. The reason they cast him is he's, like, I guess primarily a stuntman. And he's been a stuntman for Kurt Russell for a lot of his career, actually. So there's probably some connection to John Carpenter stuff from that as well. Uh, he was good. I'm going to pay attention to who plays Michael throughout it, because maybe we'll just rank the Michaels at some point. Who is the best Michael? <laughs> I mean... He's my favorite so far. I mean, I liked his mannerisms in this one a lot. I liked the head tilts and the shit. Yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah. Well, he did the head tilt at the end, and this is, like, them linking that whole thing together. Because if you noticed... It's when Laurie, like, yells Michael at him, and he, like, it, recognizes it. It's the same, because it was the same way that it, the other sister said it at the very beginning of the first Halloween. Mm. He's, like, the same exact tone and everything. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's why. That's why that happened. So are you telling me that Michael Myers God just got deja vu? Yeah. That's kind of dumb. Yep. <laughs> Michael so, Myers shouldn't have a family connection for his fucking murder victims. He should just be killing people. He does for the most part. Yeah. But, like, you know, if, if you're going with this concept where he's just, like, evil incarnate, which they lean on in this movie, there's that whole thing where he writes Sam Hain on the fucking chalkboard in blood. Like, why? What's Michael know about that? I mean, I know that he has a desire 
or need to kill on Halloween because he doesn't when he's a little kid and then he does in the movies now but like what, what, how does that information get implanted into him if he's not just like some otherworldly evil thing you know is it like a possession of some sort I don't know uh, maybe I mean apparently 4, 5, and 6 which are kind of a trilogy a loose trilogy uh, go into the mythology of that garbage but uh like I really wanted to know that I don't so care bad. I just want Michael Myers to kill people that's why I watch it <laughs> yeah mm. oh man the sauna scene that was a good one too oh yeah yeah he like turns had, up the heat and burns these people that's good good had shit to, had to get the boobs in yeah we'll keep track of that too which ones have boobs in it and which um ones all don't. of them will have a set of boobs in them every single one almost maybe not halloween, halloween three not halloween three halloween three you've not. seen halloween three yes i don't know what i'm getting into with halloween three you we don't watched, know what you're getting into. we watched the trailer uh, that's something I want to keep doing because we, we watch them weeks apart. Uh, but I wanted to watch the trailer for Halloween 3 and it, it didn't really tell me much about anything. There's like some businessman guy who's like doing evil shit and Michael Myers ain't in it. But they still lean in on the... the Because uh, like the tagline for like Halloween 1 and maybe Halloween 2 was like the night he comes home and then for the trailers in halloween 3 they go like the night no one came home <laughs> and i'm like it's like dumb promotional shit yeah it was probably studio mandated and not what they wanted yeah because it has nothing to do with it at all no uh it's very weird it's it's a little it's a it's a little more artsy sure then the first two movies yeah it's, it's also still a lot uh, more 80s they come out in 82. Not a problem with that. <laughs> I'm yeah. very much looking forward to that. But uh, it's it's different. It's very different. I like it a lot in all of its weirdness. Okay. Uh, it's really it's a I think it's a fun watch. I, I do some hear, good laughs, gaffs. I hear just as many people say it's good as people that say it's bad. But I, I feel yeah. like a lot of the people who say it's bad just give it a bad rap because it's like, dude, there's no Michael Myers in it. And I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of horror movies that don't have Michael Myers in it. You idiot. Now, granted, I know it's called Halloween 3, but just ignore that. It's called Season of the Witch, as far as I'm concerned. Now, we're still going to watch it. Yeah, it's part of it. Because fuck it. It's important. Is it important? Not to like the franchise as a whole, but I think it's important to like, <laughs> it's the an history ice, of the uh, Halloween franchise. It's the first time we're going to go to another universe for these movies. Because, uh, you know, if you're paying attention with your Halloween timeline cheat sheet at home, kids, uh, <laughs> Halloween and Halloween 2 are their own universe. This is timeline A, we'll say. Uh, and then I guess, you know, we're not going to say this is timeline B, because Halloween 3 is its own little isolated universe. We'll just say it's an isolated universe. And th those two isolated universes will be Halloween 3 and the Rob Zombie 2 movies. Because those are their own little universes that don't have any impact on anything else. Everything else kind of splits from other elements of the yeah the timeline. But, uh, yeah, it, it can't take place in the universe of Halloween. Because from what I understand, like, you know, just like how there was footage from um, movies in, in the previous two Halloween movies, this one has footage from a movie. But it's Halloween. There's footage from Halloween in Halloween 3, like, playing on a TV. Yeah. So, like, Halloween's a movie in that universe. So that obviously isn't canon. Nope. So that's its own little universe. It's all on its own. 
Yeah, it's just its own thing. Do weird shit with masks and little kids. Yeah. You'll 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 see. That sounds not good at all. <laughs> you'll find out. I you know I I'm very curious. It, it's it's one of the movies I'm gonna want to watch for a long time because. It's just it's just a weird thing that exists. There's a sequel to Halloween without Michael Myers in it. You know. I want to yep. make a movie called Nightmare on Elm Street 7, and it just doesn't have Freddy in it. I'm in. It's just a movie about, like, someone has bad dreams on Elm Street, and they're like, God damn, I gotta go get this checked out as a psychiatrist. And then they do, and then the psychiatrist tries to kill him. That's it. That's the whole movie. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Let's do it. Man, I can't, nah... No, I can't do that. Sorry. Oh man, sorry. Right. I don't have the time to make a Nightmare on Elm Street seven. <laughs> would would that be the seventh one if you if you went back to numbering them? Yeah, probably. Ah, fuck, I actually can't remember. We were watching Nightmare on Elm Street last year. We kind of stopped. Uh, I'd like to get back to that at some point. Yeah, we'll do it. Some we point. watched Nightmare on Elm Street one, two, and three. Honestly, the uh, the Halloween stuff's much more entertaining. So, for now. At, a, at a certain point, Nightmare on Elm Street sequels might be better. At a certain point. Once yeah. we get to, like, Six and Resurrection and the Rob Zombie ones, I'd probably rather watch, like, Freddy kill someone with the power glove instead of, you know, whatever happens in Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Oh, we sure will. Yeah. Until then... What? Uh, I don't know. I was going to transition to something. Well, I think you, did, you, you did a great job. You did a horrible job. But I won't transition yeah. to something. I think that's all we got for today. Yeah. Halloween 2 was good. Almost as good as Halloween 1, but not quite. So so our current rankings of the Halloween films. Don't Halloween, worry. Halloween 2. It's going to go Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 3. Halloween 4, Halloween 5, Halloween 6. Probably just chronological. Yeah, we probably won't change it until H2O. Yeah. Interesting to think about. Uh, I hope they get just successively worse. They really do. It'll give us a lot to talk about if they do. Uh, I'm actually really looking forward to 4, 5, and 6 just because, like, you know. The shit show? Just watching the shit show? Uh, it's a shit show from, from everything that I know. Also, like, we get to lot. see, like, weird just, like, actors that pop up. Like, Paul Rudd's in 6. I don't know who decided that, but, you know, hey. Is he able to shrink really tiny and beat Mike Myers' ass? He does beat Michael Myers' ass, but he just does it as a normal-sized, uh, not Ant-Man man. That's fucking he, bullshit. Why would I watch it then? He hit some of the lead pipe. It's not a superhero movie. Why would I watch it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Michael Myers is totally a superhero. What are you talking about? He can, He's able to withstand bullets and flame and being killed at all. He's Superman, if you think about it. Just he just wants to kill people. Instead. So Superman. Oh, maybe Zack Snyder won. Hey, get him. Where's my Where's my Snyder cut of the Halloween? <laughs> Release the <laughs> Snyder cut. <laughs> Zack Snyder's Halloween. Good lord. I want to die now. You could have maybe almost got that. I don't know who they were looking to direct Halloween three. Yeah, they were gonna do that, uh, but not, it wasn't gonna be Rob Zombie. It was called Halloween three D for a time. Uh, and then, thankfully, they spent so much time not making a Halloween movie that the rights relapsed. And then John Carpenter like, ooh, I'm going to take that back. Thank you. 
<laughs> and uh, we're going to get a good Halloween movie, hopefully, out of it. Instead of Halloween 3D, directed by uh, Brett Ratner, whoever the fuck they would have got. Ugh. Mad. Ugh. Anyway, right. I think that's it for us today. Join us next week where we complain about things. We did complain a lot. Uh, it's it's what you do on a podcast. Are there just, positive ones? Yeah. There's a lot of... Talked about some positive stuff last week. Talked about some positive like stuff Alex today. Like Alex Jones. Man, don't call <laughs> me out like this. If you want to follow me on social media, on the job... You got uh, on Twitter at your boy Jusby. I post yeah. a lot about video games, and that's about it. Is video games. Yeah. And don't follow me. No, don't follow him. But you can. I follow him at one uh, at one hundred percent true comic facts. One hundred percent true comic facts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can follow my actual Twitter if you want. Uh, I'll just delete all the tweets so I don't get James gunned. Uh, hey. At Genhart, all caps. That's G-E-N-H-A-R-T, all caps. And it's in all caps. So Get it? Yeah. Good. I don't know why. Also, if you're coming out, you probably come over here. You, you might have come over here from the Football After Dark. But if you haven't, I have another podcast. It's called Football After Dark. You can search. You go to Twitter. You search F-A-D-P-O-D. You'll find our Twitter page and everything's on there. Yeah, it's a it's a show I'm very proud of. It's blossoming into as opposed to this one, which is which is j- garbage, just straight up awful trash that I made you do, and you were like, no, no, please, no, and I'm, I dragged you to the to I'm the chained, table in the basement, chained you to yeah, a chair. Yeah, I'm chained to this chair. I can't. <laughs> just be. We're gonna talk about Halloween. No. <laughs> we're gonna please. watch all the Halloween movies, and yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. We're even going to watch the Rob Zombie ones. Uh, I don't want to watch those again, but here we are. We'll watch them again. <laughs> uh, I'm very proud of Football After Dark. Give it a listen if you haven't. It's a good show, man. Like, rate, subscribe. I like everyone's opinions Tweeted on Nate there. Nate Kuyper telling me stupid. Except Nate Kuyper. Yep. Fuck that guy. Send a packet. <laughs> Kick him off the show and I'll replace him. All right. Uh, you'll hear from us again in a week. With my great football opinions. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I hate all of you. Don't listen to my show. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it off there. Ah! Ah! Oh, God. Are you tied up in the cord? Good. I got it. Well, I shouldn't have tied you so hard, man. Where's-